Missed any of our weekend's O&M Live coverage? Search O&M Live wherever you get your podcasts from and never miss a second of the action. A special edition of an O&M Live podcast right on the eve of Christmas. And I tell you what, Panda, Santa has come early to the WJ Finlay Oval. Certainly has. You and I have not been in football mode for the best part of three months, but we've had to switch on pretty quick, do a little bit of research. But I tell you what, uh, as you said, Christmas has come early. I mean, I think Wangaratta, both sides have, have certainly set the tone over the last couple of months, but there's a very exciting announcement. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, last night, Panda, on socials, we saw that the Wangaratta Rovers have signed straight off Carlton's list. Lockie O'Brien is going to don the brown and gold in season 2024, and we're lucky enough to be joined by the coach of the Wangaratta Rovers and Lockie himself, Sam Murray. And Lockie, thanks for joining us here on O&M Live, gents. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, mate. Muzz, we'll start with you, mate. Santa's come early, and I, we did hear a few whispers the Rovers were looking for an early Christmas present, and it seems Santa's delivered in spades. Yeah, we're really happy. Um, you know, you, you work pretty hard in the off-season to try and build a list that you think can compete, and there's not many times that a player of Lockie's calibre comes across your table, and when we, you know, the opportunity come across, um, we were really excited to, to firstly approach him and see... You know, whether there was an opportunity and after meeting with Lockie, um, you know, a couple of weeks back and having a really good conversation, we were, you know, firstly super impressed with the way he goes about it. But um, secondly, to have someone who's, you know, very highly regarded within the football space, come and join us. It's, um, no, it's awesome. It's great for our sponsors. It's great for our club. It's great for, you know, everyone involved at the Wayne Grader Footy Club. And no, we're looking forward to closing the door on this recruiting spree that we've had and, and now get to work with, with our football stuff, and Lockie's going to play a massive part in that. Lockie, you're a Mildura boy before being drafted off to off to Carlton and obviously went to Geelong Grammar. Are you excited to get back to, to local football and, and play with the Wangaratta Rovers under Sam? Yeah, no, for sure. I can't wait. Um, obviously, spent a fair few years in the league now and I'm looking forward to just that, the country element again, um, the Saturday night social functions after the, the, the games and I suppose that family feeling um, that you get at a, at a local football club in the community as well. So for me, it was a no-brainer um, to get back out there. And um, when the when the, uh, Sam approached me and we had the meeting with him and with Mario, uh, that was just the, the impression that I got that it was a big family club and uh, the community feel is something that I definitely I love and I, well, I miss as well from growing up and playing as, as a junior. You said there's when Sam approached you, Lockie. I mean, I remember reading something on on Twitter or SEN a couple of months back about you you speaking about you know trying to have another crack at at the AFL and you're available you know to to, to jump on a list or get picked up. When did Sam and, and the Wangaratta Rovers approach you, and and I guess how has that couple of months been? Uh, yeah, I suppose I suppose uh, when people probably started seeing that I was playing up in Darwin as well, um, it gave everyone a good inclination that um, I suppose I'd moved on from from the dream of going back. Um, so, yeah, the phone started going a little bit hot. But, um, As it yeah, would, when, I when imagine. Called and, um, obviously, having a good good relationship with uh, my manager as well, and I spoke to him uh, as well. He said that yeah, it was a good good opportunity and definitely take the meeting. And um, as I said, from, from first meeting him um, and Mario as well, and well, Barry Sullivan too. Uh, it's been nothing but good, good impressions. And as I said, I can't wait to be on board in uh, 2024 and beyond. 
What is it about the Rovers that stood out for you, Lockie? I'm sure, as you mentioned, your your phone was ringing hot. There would have been clubs offering you close to a million dollars a game, probably in Timbuktu. And um, and I'm sure a lot of clubs closer to home in Melbourne would have been making the call. What was it about the Wangaratta Rovers that made you decide that that's the club for you in 2024? Uh, as I said, it's just um, the way that they came across. Um, it was never putting any pressure on me. Um, little things as well. Just obviously I wanted to tie up um, things with other clubs and make sure I do the right thing in terms of giving everyone um, opportunity to, I suppose, catch up. And the way that, yeah, Sam conducted himself and Mario too, I'll give him full credit as well. Um, that, yeah, they didn't put me under pressure. And I suppose that was something I really appreciated um, and had really good open conversations in regard to the footy that they obviously expected from me next year, how I'd fit in with the group, the team, um, and something as well that you really appreciate coming out of the system too is that when speaking to them about my football next year, it wasn't, well, wherever you want to play, you play. Um, they both said straight away, we've got to find a spot for you to fit into our team um, and work from there. And I think that, that showed that not only they committed to obviously high endeavours next year as a football club, but as well as that in the end, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the 22 or 23. Um, and that's, that's a bit, that's it, being part of a group. And Muzz, bringing in a player of, of Lockie's calibre to complement the players that have already come to the club in the off-season and then to back that up even further, the work that Kres has done and that you've done in the last three to four years at the club, when you bring in top-end talent like Lockie, it means that the Rovers mean business in 2024. Yeah, for sure. Look, we, we didn't um, probably recruit, uh, not necessarily to the level, but we probably knew we had a couple of <clears throat> really strong players missing from our side when you looked at Look at the likes of uh, Aubrey Yarrawonga, um, Wayne Magpies. And we definitely felt our midfield depth needed a little bit of strengthening. Um, but I think there's, there's two parts that are really important for us. Lockie's obviously got a game day um, role that we're, you know, we're going to allow him to play and use his talents and the attributes he does really well to help us win games of footy. But, you know, just for a club perspective as well, to have an individual that, you know, went very high in the draft, played at a really big football club, was around some really great footballers. It's just great exposure for us as a club. We've got some great juniors that are coming through. We've got some really young kids that are developing. And to, you know, have someone like Lockie come and compliment what we're already doing from both an on-field and off-field perspective is, is amazing for us. And, you know, hopefully, um, yeah, we hopefully now that we've, we feel like we've got a really strong list, we can put it together on the park, which is the most important part. So phase one is, you know completed and we feel really comfortable with the decisions we've made and it's now moving on to the most important phase which is bringing it together on field. Lockie, you're 24 and you played 60 games at the highest level, 19 in 2022 and 6 games with Carlton in 2023. You also mentioned you're playing with Pints in the Northern Territory and you've been in the best twice from three games up north. Do you feel your best footy is still yet to come? Do you feel like you've got more to add as a footballer even though now you're coming back to the Ovens and Murray level? Oh, yeah, I suppose if you go off my age in terms of that, everyone always will tell you that you get to 24 to 28 is your prime. So uh, as much as it is, it's in the end how committed you are. And I think that now that I'm back at this level, um, all I'm looking for is just making sure I'm enjoying my footy again. And I think most people will tell you is that, number one, you've got to play with confidence and you get the best out of yourself. But if you're enjoying your footy, you're also going to do that too. So um, I feel like I've got myself into an environment now. And uh, what I'm hoping next year, obviously, is that, put our best foot forward um, and the fact that there's so many 
Um, it's a close area as well in terms of not having to travel too far, but um, I'm looking forward to getting down to Wayne for training, some training sessions and everything else as well to make sure that first and foremost are fitting with the group and get a bit of, uh, I suppose, uh, synergy going with them, uh, getting to know them all. Um, and then from there, obviously, winning games next year. Lockie, we, we usually ask some of our bigger recruits that come to the league this question, but, I mean, we've seen Pat Nash sign to the Wangaratta Magpies, um, you know, Michael Gibbons and, and so forth. Uh, they've all had really good knowledge of this competition. Um, what about yourself, the, the Ovens and Murray? Um, did you know too much about the competition, the, the, the region? I mean, we've just seen Connor O'Sullivan and Darcy Wilson and some really, really good young kids get drafted out of our competition, Joe Richards and so forth. Did you have much depth of, of the Ovens and Murray? Uh, yeah, I've known a fair bit about it. Um, obviously, being a Snowdger boy growing up and um, you, you follow the interleagues and everything like that. And uh, We were down in Mere Old Div 3 uh, growing up and obviously Oven, <laughs> Ovens and Murrays were winning Div 1 every time. So, yeah, you, you get a good understanding that it's uh, definitely, I suppose, the top one or top two leagues in uh, country Victoria, um, if not local level. Um, so in terms of that, yeah, I know that the standard of footy is going to be strong and it's uh, something that I can't wait to obviously stay at that level as well. The Wangaratta Rovers, and Gus would agree with me here, and, and Sam as well, have a great running game and um, launch so many attacks off, off half-back. And, I mean, Gus, give it to Muzz. Exactly give it right. Muzz. Give it to Muzz for 35. <laughs> but when the Rovers are up and about, I mean, they play some of the best attacking football in, in, in the competition. I mean, you're an elite runner. You've, you've shown that at the highest level. Is that something that you're going to be able to come in and compliment? And, and is that where you see yeah, Muzz as well, Lockie, fitting into to the Rovers system? Uh, yeah, well, I, I suppose it's obviously something that we spoke about a fair bit was um, the game plan and how best I'm going to fit into that group. And uh, it was something that Muzz clearly spoke about is that the strength that they have um, rebounding from half-back and um, with a premier full forward as well in the group, it's... Uh, I suppose it's something that I bring is the, the getting back to our number and then the link play as well. So ensuring that I'm getting to that next contest around that 70 to 50 arc and um, finding my way to get the hands on the ball and uh, hit the big fella up in the square. Yeah. We also, we, we, we identified that we we lacked, you know, a little bit of polish mm. going forward um, last year. We were really good at moving the footy from back 50 to about 60, 70 out. We, we, we play that, I guess, part of the ground really, really well. Um, our ability now to utilise, you know, the skills of Lockie, Brody Philo, Dylan Stone, these real elite kicks is, is something that we're really, you know, looking forward to exposing or, or bringing into our into our game plan because we um, we probably wasted the footy a little bit moving forward last year and, and Locke's obviously a, a really strong kick um, and, and can complement, as I said, the likes of Brody and Dylan who we want to be using the footy moving forward. Mars, does this mean that the Rovers' internal aspirations are going to be silverware in 2024? You've been a really strong side, beat the best teams in the competition, but have, it's just broken down in September for you across the last couple of seasons. Does, does this off-season show signs that Premiership and silverware is on the agenda at the WJ Finlay in 2024? Yeah, we're, we're definitely... That's our goal. We're, we're not here just to, you know, compete. We We want to win, and um, the, not just us as players want to win, but the, the surrounding board, the surrounding supporters and, and everyone who's a part of the club wants to win. We actually had a catch-up on Saturday last week as a group and we had Rob Walker and Peter Tossel come and speak to us and they spoke about you know the, the, the enormous amount of flags that they won 
uh, and the run of success they have. But it's been 30 years since the Cubs won a premiership. Um, um, and, it's, and it's been too long and, and we want to break that drought and we want to bring success back to um, the Rovers community. And yeah, we, we're, we've definitely set our sights on being a really strong side. We, we know that what we do is, is really hard to match when we get it right. Our offensive um, play is, is really strong. We've got a little bit to clean up defensively. Um, and then just bringing in a few more older heads has been a really big focus for us. You know, the likes of Lockie, Sam Catapan, Xavier Allison, Tom McDonough, uh, a little bit more of that leadership on the field when, you know, those runs of goals that we sometimes tend to let happen uh, start to flow, that we can, we can strengthen up and, and put ourselves in a position to rebound and, and go on the attack again. And, and we identified that and we understood that last year. We, we played 40 players throughout our list of 42 players. We, we debuted probably as many players as anyone else and we finished fourth on the ladder at the end of the home and away. Um, so we, we've got some great juniors that are coming through that can help that as well. But uh, all in all, we, um, yeah, we, we've got our sights set on, on going deep into September. Before we let you both go, Lockie, how does this look with the Wangaratta Rovers in 2024? You're going to base yourself, I'm guessing, out, out of Melbourne, do some training with a, with a club or, or a bunch of players down there. Tell us how this will look at the Wangaratta Rovers uh, next year. Yeah, so um, I've still committed to play for a couple more games up in Darwin, which is only going to do me a water group. Um, but, yeah, it'll be obviously the training group training group uh, down here in Melbourne. I'll be based here and then obviously trying to spend as much time as I can in Wang. Um, obviously my weekends, especially during the season. Uh, and then also as well, trying to get there every couple of weeks for the Thursday sessions as well to not only be around the senior group as well, but um, as Mud says before, more than happy to help out with uh, other aspects of the club as well in terms of the younger kids and uh, training sessions. Well, gents, really appreciate your company here on the A&M Live podcast channel. It really is a an early Christmas present for the Wanger Out of Rovers, and we really appreciate the exclusive interview. It's a really exciting time in 2024 at the WJ Finlay Oval, and we wish you nothing but the best, gents, and have a safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. On you, boys. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.